this instrument will serve someday to, to work with treat, call it what you will, a billion people a year. So we're multiplying God's efforts, so to speak. So once people realize just how powerful and how versatile this, this energy is, that's one of my goals, to work with everybody in the world, to treat at least a billion people a year. That's the scaling. And when you scale with prayer, as you well know, doctor, there's no impediment. You're outside of time and space. There are no constraints. There, there is no physical impediment. Remember, this is the non-physical realm. We supersede any constraint. You are listening to The Dr. Haley Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Haley Show. I'm Dr. Michael Haley, your show host, and today I have Tom Palladino on my show. Tom researches and is an expert in scalar energy. I don't know even enough about the topic to introduce it. I've heard bits and pieces over the years and probably out of fear or skepticism, I avoided digging in. And today I'm facing those fears and inviting you to join me in facing your fears. I don't want to miss out on possibly one of the greatest technologies available to mankind. I reserve the right to dismiss it or bury my head in the sand. <laughs> I really know very little bit about it, which is why I'm so excited to have Tom on my show. Thank you, Tom, for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you, doctor. And, and I will give you this uh, nod of, of appreciation. Thanks for the time. And you are a scalar energy expert. And I'll prove that in the next 30 minutes. You know, it's funny because as you say that, I, I was thinking about how should I open this up? Because I suppose possibly we all use scalar energy to some extent without even knowing it because we don't know what it is. But maybe we, I don't know. You tell me. But before you do, why did scalar energy become so important to you? I see the great prospect. Energy is fundamental. Energy controls nature. Energy is king of nature. And I believe that scalar energy is the primary energy, the primary source of light of the universe. And if that's true, then it's responsible for the instructions are all action in the universe. It's the engine of the universe. It's from the sun and the stars. So with that in mind, I wanted to work with the first principle, the first cause of nature, scalar energy. All right. And I find that interesting. But when you say like the sun and the stars, I think of the fact that, you know, the they have this powerful light, which is electromagnetic energy. It's on the electromagnetic spectrum. But that's not what you're talking about. The initial energy of the stars is scalar energy. If you go to the very center of any star, it's 100% scalar energy. And therefrom, scalar energy will degrade into electromagnetic energy. But what powers the stars is scalar energy. It's not a thermonuclear reaction. Scalar energy is the powerhouse of all stars. 
and and just so I understand, we're not talking about like atomic from a molecular level of electrons, and we're not talking about that either, or we are? We're not. We're not. Scalar energy is non-physical. It is a non-physical, subtle essence, and it initiates all action. Okay. You know, from, um, well, in my uh, upbringing and my learning over the years, I understand that there is a like a universal intelligence. I've heard it referred to a God energy and all knowing for many of us that is God and it's a, an omnipotent, omniscient. And you're, you're nodding your head. Yes. As as Christians or, or Jews or those that hold our religions deep and close to our hearts, should we be afraid of studying scalar energy? Is it going to take away from what we currently believe to be true? No, no. If, if you look at the sun and the stars, you have to give reason to that. Why do we have stars and those stars never burn out or experience entropy? It's scalar energy. And you're right. It is the God force. And whatever religion, whatever creed you follow, I think it would be prudent to look at this in a fundamental setting and say, what gives power to the universe? Their instruction. It's the divine intelligence. I believe that intelligence is scalar energy. I believe it's the initial energy of the universe. It's known as chi, prana, zero-point energy. Some people have called it the God force or the matrix. It's not electricity. It's far more subtle than electricity. Okay. And, you know, in my Christian upbringing, um, I read in the book of Genesis that God created the moon, the stars, the sun, the earth, all that is within it. If he created these things, did he create scalar energy? And then, and if so, is scalar energy lesser or lower than God? I would say scalar energy is an attribute of God. It's, it's his divine light. And I believe if you look at Genesis, when God said, be light made, it was scalar light that he was referring to. And that that action preceded creation. In other words, light, instructions, was first. And that had to precede the physical manifestation of the universe. So be light made is quite, quite significant because that was the first action. Okay. How do you research scalar energy and and who invented the instruments that you use you know, it's how do you research this it's really by a way of prayer and then scientific inquiry there's no college textbook this is groundbreaking i have to make that very clear to the audience it's never been done before with the exception of nikola tesla uh, a man by the name of galen hieronymus and a few scalar energy researchers now why do i say that why is this such a narrow field well, to really understand this energy, you have to invent instruments. You can theorize all day long, but once you have an instrument, then you can control the energy. Then you can start building the science. It's no longer a theory. It's practical. So Tesla, Hieronymus, and a few other scientists developed scalar energy instruments. I worked with a brilliant engineer, and essentially, we copied Nikola Tesla and Galen Hieronymus. They were the, if you will, the, the founding fathers of this science. And with that, it's again, it's a very narrow focus because so few people have taken up this, this discipline. It's very real. Um, the world will eventually uh, uh, grasp the fact that there's two energies. Scalar energy is the supreme energy, if you will. Okay. Um, I, you know, because you brought up Tesla, I, I want to um, 
talk a little bit uh, more about Nikola Tesla, not to confuse anybody over the car that people are familiar with, Tesla. This is definitely, that's using electric power to move automobiles. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you. That's a good caveat. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and Tesla automobiles are not using Nikola Tesla's technology, correct? That's correct. The Tesla cars today are using are powered by electricity, which is great. Tesla was the founding father of AC electricity. That's what he's known for. But later in his life, he was really the founding father also of scalar energy. He was developing cars that would run on scalar energy, not electricity. He was developing towers that would broadcast this scalar energy, this star power. So this is what many people don't quite grasp his his intellectual uh, prominence today, we still can't keep up to the guy. He was the first man to develop a scatter energy instrument. And we just, we don't understand what he was doing. Well, I do. He was on to the next chapter of technology, which is scalar technology. Okay. Now, and this is different than also say PEMF. People are, are using PEMF for treating health conditions? You know, I'm all for any uh, modality that's safe and effective. I, I, I have to make this very clear. There's two energies, and scalar energy is quite different than that of electricity. It's not of the electromagnetic spectrum. It actually does not have a frequency because it's all-encompassing. It, it pervades the universe. You don't need a frequency to deliver the signal. So scalar energy, what Tesla called radiant energy, he realized that this was from the sun. And that's what he was capturing, sun energy or star energy. If you look at his inventions later in his life, there was no armature or turbine. There was no motion. He was simply capturing star energy. He, he did away with engines. There's no engine in scalar energy. There's only a capacitor to capture the energy of the universe. So the engine are the stars. That's your engine, that's your armature, that's your piston, that's your, uh, if you will, wheelhouse, so to speak. Okay. And I've got a lot of great questions coming up around the practicality of using scalar energy. But I, just to understand that a little bit more, can we measure scalar energy? No. Why? It's infinite. You can measure a mile, a kilometer. You can measure a gallon, a pint. You cannot measure God. It's infinite. So there's never going to be a basic unit for scalar energy. It pervades the universe. So how could you measure the infinite universe? You can't. You can't measure infinite. You can only ascertain its effect or look at the cause and effect relationship or see its, its changes, if you will. You can, you can vary the, the energy. It, it is mutable but you cannot measure the infinite. Okay, and what is some of the evidence for its existence? There's so many. Uh, if you look at our DNA, it is a double helix. It has a major groove and a minor groove. And then if you were to look at the major and minor groove of a scalar wave, it's a double helix likewise, it's identical. So I've always contended that the scalar wave, it's a double helix, creates our DNA. So the intelligence behind our DNA is a standing, a constant scalar wave. 
So if that's true, then all genomic forms receive instructions from scalar energy, which is this double helix, this divine proportion. Okay. And so how might we be using this energy without even knowing it then? Every second of our lives. Scalar energy floods the universe. Again, it's from the sun and the stars. And there are many, um, there are many people who are now starting to realize that what you cannot describe by way of electromagnetic theory, you can describe by way of scalar theory. For instance, qu- uh, quasars. They, quasars do not necessarily represent an electromagnetic dimension. Their behavior is, is really outside of electromagnetic theory. Why? Because the quasars are being governed, are receiving power from scalar energy. So if you really want to understand the universe, there's two explanations because there's two energies. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, the practical use then. How are you using it in your life personally? And how have you benefited from your expertise, your knowledge, your understanding of scalar energy? So I have scalar energy instruments that what capture sun energy, star energy. So the energy that I'm capturing, it's always existed. It's not as if I have to um, create this energy. I simply tap into it. And I've discovered that scalar energy as the instructions of the universe is responsible for a molecular form so that I can create a molecule or break apart a molecule. If I wanted to create a molecule such as a vitamin, a mineral, I can do that with my instrument. Or in reverse, I can take the molecular structure of a virus or a toxin and break it apart, transmute it. So my instrument affords me consummate control over molecular forms. And with that, my statement is scalar energy will allow us to create the physical environment that we want. Okay. All right. So in assembling molecules, nutrients, maybe even cells, I don't know. How do we use that practically? And you must have, you must need the materials to assemble something. You can't just assemble something without having the materials for it. I'm going to explain this. I work with emailed photographs of people. Now, remember, this is not electricity. It doesn't behave like electromagnetic energy. People will email me a photograph, and I actually place a photograph inside an instrument. This is my photograph. And in so doing, I capture their quantum field or their energy field. So I'm working with instructions now. Those instructions are non-physical, and I can project energy into the person's aura or their quantum field. I do everything by way of photographs. So with this new science, it's non-physical. It's, it's entirely non-physical. So I'm sending information, instructions from my instrument to the quantum field of a person by way of their photograph. The photograph works like a cell phone. Obviously, I'm not inside a cell phone when I'm having a conversation with somebody. My signal is sent by a cell phone. And my signal is sent, if you will, by the instrument working through the photograph. Okay. What are the specs for the photograph? I just got a, uh, I updated my passport and I needed certain specifications. Any photograph, any photograph will work because it captures your, your, if you will, your, your soul, your manifestation. It captures your aura. And that's what I've discovered with scalar energy. It's a photograph is your energetic being. It's alive with scalar energy. Okay. I'm starting to understand something about that concept then in the sense of um, 
if that's the case, I guess it doesn't really matter much about the photo at all. If it was, for instance, if I sent you one that was taken last year, but I wanted you to work on something that's more current in my life this year, does it matter? The photograph always represents the person in the real time, the present moment. So people sometimes send me photographs that are 10 years old. It still, that photograph is a direct real-time report card of you now in the present moment. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, and I would suspect, I'm, I'm thinking out loud here, it would be similar um, where if I pray for somebody, I don't necessarily know what they look like right now, but I'm thinking of that person in prayer and that represents everyone that they are right now. Brilliant, Doc. Brilliant. You see, you're a scalar energy expert. Scalar energy is prayer. It's non-physical. It's intention. It's God force energy. So when I'm using this God force energy, it's a prayer. It's non-physical. It transcends time and space. It offers instructions or grace. Whether I'm working by way of a photograph of a person with an instrument or by mental prayer for a person, they're identical operations. Very interesting. As a thank you for listening to the Dr. Haley Show podcast now through the end of February 2022 at HaleyNutrition.com, use the coupon code 241, aka two for one. Just those three numbers. That's the coupon code because when you have two single canisters of Aya Greens vegetable and fruit powder or Haley Pro vegan protein in your cart, the second one is free. 241 is the BOGO. Buy one, get one. So go to Haley Nutrition now and put either two greens or two proteins or one of each. They're normally $49.95, but today you can get two for the price of one. And taking a vegetable and fruit powder every day is the fastest way to improve your nutrition. Having a scoop of protein with your greens turns it into the perfect meal replacement. If you're seeing this or hearing this after the coupon has expired, head over to the podcast channel, listen to a more current episode for a more current coupon. One of the benefits of being a fan. And now back to the show. Then I'm guessing in theory, <laughs> we could treat, help anyone, everyone, regardless of condition, disease process, uh, mental state, you know, whether they're struggling with fighting a virus, fighting a cancer, uh, obesity, um, substance abuse. Yes, that's where we're going. So I'm holding up a collage of people. I can easily treat by one piece of paper, 20, 30, 40 people. In my laboratory today, I'm working with over 250,000 people around the world with their photograph. So my goal is to heal the world by way of a photograph. You know, I'm kind of smiling right now because uh, it's almost like, you know, if we were to look for a way to scale in business, we're always looking for ways to scale our business and do more with either, you know, the same or with, you know, well, ideally we'd be able to do more business without having to double the business, without having to double the operations. It almost seems as if scalar energy is a tool to scale our prayers. <laughs> yes. 
It is. This instrument will serve someday to, to work with treat, call it what you will, a billion people a year. So we're multiplying God's efforts, so to speak. So once people realize just how powerful and how versatile this, this energy is, that's one of my goals, to work with everybody in the world, to treat at least a billion people a year. That's the scaling. And when you scale with prayer, as you well know, doctor, there's no impediment. You're outside of time and space. There are no constraints. There, there is no physical impediment. Remember, this is the non-physical realm. We, we supersede any constraint. Yeah. Now, when we pray, sometimes our prayers are answered as according to our prayers, and sometimes they are not. What might we expect with scalar energy? I can direct this instrument to perform certain functions. I, I can guarantee that I can, say, destroy a microbe, a germ. Or I can guarantee that I can create a micronutrient. But that's, you know, my, my ability is still limited. Now, likewise with prayer. Some prayers are, are answered exactly as we want and some are not. Well, why? I don't know why God makes that decision. But I'll speak for myself. I think there's millions of applications, frankly, with scalar energy, but I'm one researcher and I'm limited in knowledge. So I, I, I am not going to discover everything. Okay. Theoretically, um, I'm thinking about this, you know, just like we can pray for other, uh, for people with certain uh, addictions or, you know, obesity or illnesses. I'm thinking theoretically, someone could be treated without uh, treated with scalar energy without knowing about it. Could it, could this be a service that we could actually gift without somebody knowing? I want all adults to make a, a, a decision to say yes, I agree to this. Now, parents will frequently send me photographs of their children because they are the guardian of their children, or many times uh, people will send me photographs of their pets. But if you're of age, I'd like you to at least be educated as to what we're doing. Okay. And that makes sense um, that people would be in on it. Uh, interesting. Okay. I'd like to know a little bit about some of the uh, success stories. You know, it's funny in healthcare, we don't um, sell testimonials. We don't use them often. But for the sake of understanding this, what are some of the unusual things you have seen that may have even surprised you or possibly nothing surprises you at this point in time? Recently, about two months ago, I received word from Tanzania. I've been working with an HIV clinic in Tanzania for a few years. And the pandemic more or less interrupted our communication. It, it confused everything. But just two months ago, um, the people that I worked with um, at this HIV clinic have attested that all of them are HIV negative now. Not one of them has HIV. Now, they, they've not changed their regimen whatsoever. And many of them are attributing this to be the cure for HIV. And that's their words, not mine. And I have to agree with their testimony because it's their body. It's their firsthand experience. So what's my point? I cannot prove that this works for people. Only people can prove that this works for them. And people are allowed to make their firsthand testimony, their, their experience by way of some type of testimony. It's, it's their right for free expression. I, as a scientist, can only prove what happens in my laboratory. I can prove that I can destroy the HIV virus in my laboratory with a photograph. But I have to then rely upon people to give their testimony. And everybody that I've worked with in Tanzania is telling me that they no longer have HIV. So that's 
that is noteworthy. That's the beginning body of evidence. But I have to make this very clear. There is no scientific protocol for what I'm doing. And how long did that take for the people in Tanzania? They said they felt an improvement after two months. That wow. they saw a significant shift in their health after two months of treatments. That's pretty amazing. All right, Tom, tell me about some of your frustrations in sharing this knowledge and this technology with the world. Yeah, and I'm not throwing rocks at anybody, so don't don't personalize this. It takes time for people to understand this. And I believe this has great benefit to mankind. And Tessa laboriously tried to introduce this to the world. My predecessor, Hiram, so now I'm trying likewise to introduce this to the world. It's esoteric. It's different. And it takes time for people to understand this. That's, that's the frustration that I have now. I'm ready to go. But the world has not yet embraced this. Yeah. Is uh, scalar treatment, is it expensive? No, no. Um, well, I have a website in which anybody in the world can visit the website. We offer 15 days of free sessions to everybody in the world. My goal is to ultimately treat everybody in the world. People are poor. Let's just be candid about that. Not everybody has money. So most of the people, 99% of the people in the world, I'm going to treat for free. Yeah. And um, that's awesome. And just so we know, this isn't like uh, taking a photograph and putting it in a wooden box with a padlock on it, right? Um, you have some technology that you use. Can you show that to us? Yeah, I'll, I'll show the audience one of the instruments that I um, that I work with. Uh, let's see if that comes up for us. I'll do a screen share and see if we can find that. Here's, there's one of the instruments that I work with. That's a scalar light instrument. I'm going to look at the top right-hand corner. That's a vacuum tube that, that more or less will control the scalar wave and create the scalar wave. You need a 3D dimension. You can't do this with a, with a transistor solid state. So with that in mind, that, that vacuum tube on the top right, that, that serves to create the double helix. Passing it through the oscillator, allowing it to oscillate properly in the very middle, that's an oscillator. And then to the very left, you see two Tessa coils, two towers. We, we broadcast the energy then by way of those Tessa coils. Um, that's one of the instruments that is a scalar energy instrument that's not controlling electricity. And that creates, if you will, an environment for scalar energy. That is this instrument that will is really a miniature star or will create another dimension. That will create what some people call zero-point energy or scalar energy or chi or prana. And in so doing, that instrument then allows us access to a different physics. That instrument allows us to access a dimension of non-physical reality, of information, of divine intelligence. And in so doing, within that scalar energy dimension, we can do so much more, we're unencumbered as compared to an electromagnetic environment. So that is a scalar energy instrument. It gives us access to a scalar energy dimension. And in so doing, it's a different physics. It's not electricity. Yeah, is this something that you designed or did Nikola Tesla leave schematics or... I designed this with a, a brilliant engineer, and it is in many ways, we've copied Tesla. 
know, he, he laid the foundation. So I've read his notes. I understand some of what he's doing. Nobody understands Tesla except God. And Tesla made this very clear. He was working with the, the wheelhouse of, of the universe. And he knew that this was kinetic energy from the stars. So the stars produce the kinetic energy, not a motor, not an engine. Well, I find I find this fascinating and something I definitely want to know more about. Um, I'm still probably at that that uh, place where I don't know enough to even ask the right questions. Um, what am I not asking you that I should be asking you, or what are we leaving out that people need to know about? You know, I, I'm not being coy with you. You're an expert. Everybody's an expert at this. You, we just don't realize that there's two energies. You know, the fact that you realize that this is informational, instructional, that it's non-physical, shows that you've at least considered this, theorized about this in your life. You know, if, if you look at, once again, our DNA, why do we have DNA and what gives it order and structure? There's so many base pairs in, in DNA. It's such, a, it's such a complex molecule. And what maintains it? It has to be some intelligence, some divine intelligence. And if you look at all genomic forms, they're created by scalar energy. It's not electromagnetic. Electricity and magnetism experiences entropy. If our DNA or any DNA was comprised, was created and maintained by electricity and magnetism, it would be reduced to nothing in a short period of time. What gives us this life-sustaining ability? It's scalar energy. Scalar energy is the wheelhouse of the universe. It's the initial energy of the universe. And once we realize that, that we're going to make such great advances. Tessa said that frequently. Once scientists realize that there's a non-physical dimension and that they start working with non-physical science, we'll make great strides. No, because it's the cause. Whereas I have nothing against chemistry. I have nothing against geology. That's the effect. That's the end product. That's, that's the physical effect. It's not the non-physical cause. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I understand and like know that we have uh, desensitized ourselves to, you know, scalar energy, um, to God, power and life and energy. You know, I'm, right here, I'm, I, I have a, a cell phone that I've come to rely on. And, you know, it tells me, well, it doesn't tell me, I don't really use it as much as most people, but for a lot of people, it tells them when to wake up and when to go to bed and when to do this and when to do that. And um, we have become so programmed that we're no longer paying attention to life around us. You know, um, I know we've desensitized ourselves in so many ways. Um, and then there's other people that are in a constant communication with their creator, with their God. And, and the information is definitely two-way in certain people's lives. And you can tell because they make better decisions, you know. Um, so I get it. And I do understand that there's so much more than what we're experiencing in life and using to our advantage. So... It's a rather short podcast for, for me, probably because I just don't know what else I should be asking. But where can we go to find out more information uh, about you, about your services? Yeah. Scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R. Scalarlight.com is our website. 
please look at at least consider the 15-day free trial. If you agree, all we need you to do is email us a photograph of your face, your bus shot, just, just your head. And with that, include your family members and pets. And then for 15 days, we will balance your chakras, your brain waves, we'll create nutrients, and we will disassemble microbes and toxins, waste products. After 15 days of those three sessions, they're, they're performed on a daily basis, you will see a shift. The greater majority of people see a shift and improvement in their health. Now, keep in mind, this is non-physical. We work through your photograph. This is the new quantum era. We're not working with your electromagnetic body. We're working with your scalar body, which is a different dimension. All right. You know, one of the things that I like to um, ask people is to give a, a word of hope too. And it sounds like you just did. So I don't need to ask you for that. <laughs> You're awesome, Tom. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your passion for this and all the um, effort and and really uh, treading a path that is probably difficult in the sense that it's not appreciated yet. So um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I, I believe that and uh, completely agree with you. So thank you. And thank you for being on my show. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Dr. Haley Show. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.